of conditioned augmentation of corn or alcohol or perhaps the combinatory of the two, as administered as a colorless odorless liquid, stirred in and kept in small batches for the nastiness of being nasty to a particular foe, in my case, me. I can only imagine the liver's inability to process this, as an enzyme and turn it to aldehyde, and simultaneously known as my current, and current body inability to metabolize standard alcohol, coupled with the knowledge that distilled spirits will never leave my body, or at least that is what is known to those around me, and while a simple beer may find an exit, something such as pure as vodka may sit and further warble around the liver and bodily fluids, fueled by food and liquid, I do know that in normality, food provides a body that can work out its own exchanges as we travel around, and that's why people move and eat and by having the opposing effect, our, and my and ours again bodies are highly vulnerable to every overlap on the motor and astral planes and spherals, and that having a combination of the two, with again body to ground, and the reversal of images to and from the eyes, etc., well, is the sort of exchange that can be lifted and often and often is by this ordering of non-ordering digits, when they're working and working correctly and not being grappled unto as in a hey what's this bitter bit here and can I fiddle with it? So just what would happen if the chemical could be neutralized and the body also could generate and regenerate itself? How would it precisely do so, with ideal genetics? Perhaps we look into our own personal stem cells as those are known to us and the yet undamaged ones may still and be able to direct a regrowth of a particular form of ourselves. However note that the means would offset a lifetime of such living, and would indeed likely alter the forms of others and maybe even upset at a great imbalance the effects we already have. Perhaps, although done so in a particularly healthy portion to start, may indicate a temporal success and not a drastic one as if to ask the body to rebuild the poorest portions of itself spontaneously and by direction at the weakest points in spatial time. Of course clearance and confirmation of the disintegration of said chemical would need to be confirmed, and perhaps this could be done via the pores, during a bursty and particular exercise and discreet swabbing at various points on the body, and as noted by the participant as to which bits are were and how much and etc even to go as a complicated touchpad where the body parts are observable magnetically and via touch screen by the participant as to confirm which part is moving and to what degree of discomfort each bits are. Care must be given to ground electrics, perhaps rigging a circle or pathway to walk with such a machine, and observe from this treadmill, underneath like a reversal of an LCD, the electrical capacitance of any small dot of a grid beneath where a special shoe is to be perhaps worn. Perhaps these shoes are permanent, and ideally shielded in one direction as to not unbalance, or perhaps like an active noise cancellation to find and cancel out the bits which are troubling, or at least sour them to observe if they've decided to decycle and move along. Getting on with food a bit. It is now believed that eating has a sort of chatter with the earth and the others who had traveled before and are coming and so on, so that the earth and all beings, in particular humans, but literally down to the microbes beneath the soil, as a sort of advance warning for the energy produced versus the waste and hence the density of a planetary cleanup that will be required, in air and soil once the energies have been utilized, and additionally signaling others to what direction and whether enough energy will be available for said anybody to reach their destination for the furthering of everything, even down to the placement and displacement of water, so that all systems are corollary to not only the balancing of a human being, 
to walk upright and travel by a sustainable means of the planet, but that communities of like kinds can be embedded with the planet and share means for a means to, on average or above, and literally from above, provide a wealth of watering or not as needed to provide this very complex yet automatic equation of providing even for the lasting of these microbes who receive at your food electrical instructions and are caring about their planning and work. Of course in a city, while our communication must reach them, the soil must be dead or going mad trying to discover what has been said to them at all times, with people walking around well fed and no return, sans a sanitary cleanup, which is maintained outside the scope and instructions of a standard speed of living adjustment of a happy life for itself. And this leaves us with an odd exchange with the planet and we put more work into creating this sanitation, and hence is a non-return for ourselves and the planet further and so allows us to offset further and consume what is not needed, and further not observable to ourselves and our immediate nature, hence, junk food. Tastes good. That's not the end, or end of it. If you get my drift, which you don't because it long and far away down a pipe and mixed in with a manual enzyme which are fed separately and introduced to do the job of being happy with their caged up living arrangements. Anyway, this is why are toxic to the planet and why the planet, while trying its damnedest to provide for us, continues to be shielded by our own selves, as we appear to be clean and smell nice, and continue to occupy the spaces in excess of our actual astral health and wealth, keeping our nomadic lifestyle ongoing, at least in terms of having to move around every so and so again to be in a new place and hope nobody notices. Dot. So as this experiment goes, the properties of the food one consumes is directly related to its electrical properties to the ionic currents of the earth. Consider an oily substance, will also disencourage a stickiness to the planet, and hence the leapfrogginess which should be sticky and communicative to the pad, and in which direction to move and jump, to catch that flying land again or find a mate, etc., slips away and causes this disharmonic electrical residue which is static in its local for the time of alternating electrics combined with the bodies and with its shares. As the experiment further continues, an introduction of sugar, is likely combined by a jettison of glucose, which is felt immediately at the endpoints of concern, though may not likely be in actuality physically at those points of contact, however they were connected throughout the body and we find that what was noticed is noticed further and, bb specific colder and more of a vertical displacement, as other layers pop to the surface to perhaps be attractive to the sugars, which then burn, as sugars do, and in particular sugar plus alcohol. Dot. Too long an experimentation in such regards, of course alters the actuality of sensation and adjustments for behavior and etc. Although the same physics apply, and are just as observable, or in fact wholly non-observable as describing them by looking at them alters their sensation and further activities. Although still, as a basis, physics is satisfied. If we were to look at numbers, which we ought not to, but we will anyway, we would notice by using a low number in an equation also an observance, and even by a collection of such low numbers, while quite impossible to be accurately and observable by higher numbers, is by themselves very corollarily observable in groupings, and such is also thread in these groupings, to further protect the groups themselves, for the purposes of, well movement and non-observability for one and the same reasoning. The preservation of a mode of transport. 
higher numbers are many other means, but also exhibit all the other numbering. However not as complete as pairings like hydrogen and oxygen are, in their solality and as a unit of strength such as a molecule, strongly atomic for itself, and in water's case. The likeness of purity of itself throughout all as it's known about, with every electronic spin. We examine, as we might, a pair of pairs, requiring twice as many as a pair to manage, and thusly four times as protective of its pathways of discovery, as known unto all sides the traffic is immense and discoverable from any angle where such a grouping in the rarely sequenced traveling occurs. The middle ground, and of course we're talking about digits, on hands and toes, which is how we learned about this in the first place and all the combinations and directions of a prediction of behavior, and by how exactly body language becomes beauty and by how beauty is then likely perceived as such, and by no trickery to the unknown by all, time sequencer happens to be in that ordering and to what level of desire is presented at any one time, that is if sequence was played in reverse, with a hot spin hotter or hotter depending on what and how the presentations were made, indicating how and unjust those sequences actually are, and in actuality should, if at all, be presented on a single canvas, where the eye would snap onto one, and immediately zoom in to find the particular and that is the game until the next level of further discovery is to be made, and that is the participation of oneself in a very slight exchange, as to not get ahead or behind another in a set of rules not yet invented by either side of either coin and etc. To dream of a perfection of lifetime is a great way to write a novel and a novel way to live life, and that said, and done, is perhaps like having your date read all about you in the Inquirer, and make her decisions about the who she'd like to read all about next, and likewise. But anyway. We cannot perhaps pause our own abilities, and we can or cannot offset, and discoveries are made at all times, and etc. stored and carried to the satisfaction of all the properties of life. One last thing, in these today's notes and notices to consider, is our genome and how it is organized into sperm and egg. The little guys, and gals, not yet of course known as such, as we indicate them by the variable variables X and Y, like a small science experience, and, also helical just as the ionic forces emanating from our planet, and when, combined with one of two or the combination of the following, a concept of desire and a hence matching and to the corollary side of the helix. For without it, it cannot spin, and spin is the direction we must travel to reach it, and it reaches us, and astrally so to speak, but not quite as it's just fluid and material aligning to our planet and ourselves, what we encode on our end, creates this corollary sperm, and also, if desired, an egg for which to confirm at least the 50% and in actuality a much greater if the job is successful from origin to travel and penetration of the egg, up to 100%, is the one to other sides portion of the combination of a continuation of the desire to be successful, specifically in finding a mate, which is our level of survival, as far as the sperm etc are concerned. The man's objective is to create all the sperm for these desires and depending on these proclivities will produce the variety of those as a time basis for their strength and composition to survive and desire to recreate. On the woman's side, each sharing of said desires produces a vessel to house such a creature, and provide the homing signal for said man to find and further require a desire to embed such a system to a caring careful being. The specifics on the female side of eggs, 
is that they are produced in concert with hormones, furthering their behavior and image to provide all the astral, bodily, sensory and etc. means for the observance of the other, and of course once inside, the sperm should have no trouble locating its new home for the time being, as a being, driven by light itself, as mass particle this time, wherein the final pushes of a second penetration of the egg is allowed again, with a tap tap, perhaps signaling the friendly intentions and indications of the likeness in kind and kind future much desired by the pair of them, and perhaps with a bouquet of flowers. And so that is why we have ground and sky, not only for the traveling of ourselves and others, and by every system meant to utilize, signal, cleanse, and operate this globe of a planet, but to ensure our like kind to like and kind also, and see the language, as we were, as we are, and the continuation of successes lead to the satisfaction of physics, which is the essential part of your equations as noticed and even without, as well the optional portion for us to satisfy the metaphysics which we indicate as ourselves and provide for like equations to satisfy themselves in correlation with nature and its own abilities. And so our conscious and conscience are aptly close and close together, like the centrifugal and centripetal, where one is forward and the other reverse thinking, or specifically observes and how one's memory, or perhaps the very shapes we see and observe in ourselves and others, create an automatic mapping of a pathway which is both our imagined desire and the known ability to do it right, for all parties involved in that particular equation, for that time, which is reproduced as it now exists in the universe and in the body and mind parts of every tangent which has touched and it touches, and how it spins or pushes etc. And so, and to wrap up, just how many and how often these simple primitives are repeated and repeatable, and whether that has to do with the numbering involved in people, or how many possibilities of ideas to a terminating result, with a carryover energy bit to provide movement and on to the next bit of behavior. Well. You can take it as long as you like, but at the primitive level, we have our digits, and digits of digits, as indicative as we bend, and why we bend. For the reason that to state while others move become uncomfortable with the grouping matching the first of the bendable bits, which again is why we bend, but more to the point, our shapes are made from us and these tiny platforms with which we tangle and tug and pull and push on sets of primitives are like a puppeteer on a stage yet to be acted at in full, and if the show is successful, the primitives become real life, and the motions thus working are played at on the larger screen, and as repeatable as that, multiplied they provide for an even greater superset of such equations to work on this larger scale of the body, and fully utilized or wasted, is how our bodies indicate success and is known by the earth from near and far and far away and in time, and perhaps calcified into bone for the far away future, although nearer than you think with thick marrow driving our materials forward, the living bone, and well, nutrient inside bone is our strength just as in the earth, from center out, and in actuality is how microwaves work, and from space, by vibrating from within at the very start, which is likely how cosmic our planet reacts to space and how it is known and heated by our sun and all the other cosmics of cosmetics and cosmistry, and molten iron and impenetrable, protects our frailties from one side of the planet to the other, and our strongest selves utilize the air when is needed, and the ground when is needed, and further the earth and air processes to create and feed life itself. If Frankenstein were alive, 
because patients may be patient in noting the effects of a slight headache to an immediate electrical drain into the planet, for it to sustain life requires a high above attenuation and thus an origin, as known through specific genetic material which creates the heady mindfulness to begin such a communication and connection at age zero, a continuation of the origins of both life forms, who also maintain this communication, and to create life, in the eyes and minds of this or any doctor, is to ignore perhaps the thing he should have done in the first place, and that was to stop looking after the dead, as a means of living, and while discovery of the mechanisms of the dead are an interesting footnote to the anthology of human beings, it has provided a means of a continuation of traveling the body as if it's an atmosphere place to visit with further science and exploitation, and a causal reasoning on the reasoning of death is perhaps a non-participation in the observance of life. And so are hearses roll, and hospitals fill with the near living, to be nearer to near than far from family, yet further than that to fully alive at all, and that's off the rails a bit for today, and so we reaffirm continuity and affirmation of the successes of organization while also non-observing yet appreciating the origins of chaos, as why it's chaos is absolutely because it is not precisely observed for the benefactor of life itself, for as to be known would surely destroy itself through self-discovery. Boom. And within with that, and some more, this has been a dissertation with the bodies at hand and within a mind's eye to provide in the chemical loose to cleanse perhaps even a murky spirit with a gesturing and over and undulation of adulation and adjunct travelry of all ties to the lives at its center, and also peripherally, from side to side and sidle up, if you get such a chance, take it and many and again on air sea and land, travel lightly and stay in calmly corrupt front and poker in the rear, is the punchline to 84 lines of punched up punch tape punchy code wise thinking which has brought you to be this mid-autumn afternoon, and a do is a drop in the bucket, so keep a list. Peace and love plus the Isle of Man and the approximation of ordering multitudes of platypuses for the sheer absurdity of it all. This is Aqua QC3W. jokes and they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvement no way what is this dag stabbit thing called it's joke workshop joke workshop Jennifer Louise Garcia here in the house, in the hizzy, on Some Call Me Tim. I usually have Thank you look deep into the eyes of Sparkle Jesus behind you. And the first question I ask 
do you believe in Jesus? He was a guy. He was a guy. Yeah. All right. Not the son of God. Just a guy. I mean, the real question is, did he really rise on the the third day? Right? Well, I mean, so you believe he was a guy. He he existed. He's a guy. A source of inspiration for so many. And and he was a real guy. Yeah. But you don't think that, like, he was imbued with magical powers from God and that uh, he did a bunch of miracles? Miracles? You believe in miracles? I, I do believe in miracles. All right. I'm not sure water into wine miracles, okay, but you okay. know. Yeah. But I try to keep an open mind. All right. So Jesus was a guy, not necessarily imbued with magical powers, but definitely was a good speaker. Wrote some things, said some cool stuff. I would agree. I would agree with that. All right. I'm not against him. Definitely okay, not. Cool. Yeah, Jesus was a cool guy. I have a cross tattoo on me. I used to believe really hard in Jesus. Like N- for real Jesus. I I hear that you're very knowledgeable. <laughs> I went to Christian school for like kindergarten through eighth grade, and then in high school I was a, a summer camp counselor, and I was all about you know like Jesus and praying and singing songs to God and all that stuff. So, yeah, I've I've got a lot of biblical knowledge. I was saved at one time in my early twenties. All right. Just what they say is once saved, always saved. But Absolutely. that again is up for debate. Uh, what uh, I, yeah, d- I so fully you intend on burning in hell. It's so fine. You, but you but you asked the Lord Jesus Christ to be in your heart and keep you safe from hell. At one point, yeah. All right. I Me too. Um, twinsies. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was married to someone who was raised in the church and extremely knowledgeable about theology. And um, he was very manipulative, so manipulative that I had to tell myself as I got a divorce that, sorry, Lord, I'm going to hell, and yeah. I'm okay with it. And because there's tons of manipulation, um, like spiritual abuse, I guess, to the point where I was an anti-theist for 10 years. Uh, I was going to say spiritual abuse. Mm-hmm. So were you told that you aren't good enough? Yeah, that the people that I loved. Yeah, the people that I loved were going to burn in hell. Ooh, um, because they hadn't accepted Jesus Christ their Lord and Savior. Right, and just like most abusers, they try to isolate you to gain control. Oh. So it's kind of like don't walk into th- in the world. You know, kind of. There's parts of the Bible he could pick and choose from. How long were you married for? Four years, seven months. Wow. Two days. <laughs> you got it down, girl. <laughs> I was married too for a while. Yeah, it was just. <laughs> but special. But um, di- do you see any positive affects from that time that you spent deep in religion? No. I mean, not. I I feel like the area. The show is in Greek, but some of the interviews are in English, and the Greek vin. Good shit, shit right? damn right, damn right. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna get back to a conversation. We are waiting on a few surprise guests here. We're gonna keep it quiet until they do actually show up, just to make sure that they actually show up. Uh, I'm gonna keep the music rolling here with one of my favorite bands. You do hear them every week, and I apologize if you don't like that. But hey, I don't give a fuck. This there is the go. Mars Volta from Amputecture. We're gonna give you a little double shot. You'll know what it is. (laughs) 
Yeah, I 
seen the arc shake from your mnemonic tongue. But the braille that you weave of itself, it shall read aloud. Yes, it will. I said, she's falling, she's still falling, but no one wants to come. She's crawling, she's still crawling on your burial ground. I said, she's falling, she's still falling, but no one wants to All right, ladies and gentlemen, what do you think? That was the Mars Volta. One of my favorites. What do you think, Sean? I know you like uh, you're more partial to hip-hop, I'd say, right? I love all music. Yeah, who doesn't? I just, I, I prefer rap. This is what I like. I mean, I like rap, don't get me wrong, but I guess I'm, I'm old or something. I like, uh, you know, the old school shit. Nah, it's just what I was raised on, so it's what I feel. So it's in me. I love rap. So, I love rap! I want to ask you a couple questions, because I've had a lot of travel experience. I don't know about you, but uh, you know I'm from New York and shit. Have you been to New York? No, I've never been to New York. I went to, New York huh? I went to Horrible New Jersey. Ooh, Jersey. Horrible Jersey. What do you think of their ladies, though? The Jersey girls are pretty fun. Uh, I, I was actually living in Atlanta at the time, and uh, no comparison. No comparison. Yep. Uh, to the Atlanta ladies? Yeah, they, they're they bad in Atlanta. Uh, Everybody knows that shit. They top notch. They know. They top notch. Give it to them. I give it to them. Straight up. But uh, we all love Frisco better. Yeah, it's all about Can Frisco, we call it Frisco right now. That's for sure. It's all about Frisco right Can now. Can we call it Frisco? Heard. I don't know. I heard you get shot if you call it Frisco. Is it Frisco or Cisco? Or something? No, I think it's Frisco. You I don't say fuck Frisco. You don't say Frisco. I always say uh, people like, what are you doing? Like, Frisco's all I know, motherfucker. <laughs> That's all I say. Frisco. Right now, it is all I know. That's for sure. That's all I fucking know, motherfucker. That's all you need to know, really. Don't right? ask me about anything else. I don't know about it. Frisco's all I know. Frisco's all I know. God damn right. 49ers and Giants, motherfucker. Yeah. Golden Gate Bridges. What? New York Giants? Football? No, no. Oh, that's my shit 49ers. right there. Go Niners. Go Niners. I hope you do next year, actually, and I hope I'm here for it. Uh, you guys have a great team. I feel real bad that, that the Seahawks spanked you. Uh, but at the same time, the Seahawks have a great team, too, and they did, uh, you know, prove proved to be the better team by winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right. And not only winning, but like a fucking hand uh you know, that was a blowout. That was at least we didn't lose. Uh, I'm saying at least we didn't lose to the people that lost. 
though. You know, we we lost to winners. Yeah, we're winners. Yeah, it's true. I mean, they beat New Orleans. You gotta feel bad for Peyton Manning when you think about it. I mean, goddamn, you know. Yeah, that was all Once bad. Once again, another big loser. <laughs> hey, remember last week, Sean? We did have a big loser on notes from a two-girl sex show DJ. Yes, we did. We did. And the week before that, we had a big winner, which is fucking amazing, because I didn't know anyone could win that show. Well. To be honest, it's not won. easy. It is not easy to know how much money pussy brings in. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's true. There's no rhyme or reason to how much it brings in. <laughs> that is true. Uh, you guys got anything you want to hear? We're at 415-550-0511. Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you like some sausage? Some soul sausage. That's Daddy, right. This is like soul, sausage soul sausage on air. I just want to uh, let you know that coming up next is one of the... I personally might be a biased opinion it's true and sean doesn't even know this band but he's about to learn they're great friends of mine back from brooklyn new york uh kareem bunton the lead uh vocalist and uh i guess we'll say rhythm guitarist because my god awful most awesomest friend in the whole world george Savoe. I, ha- I have to say would be the lead guitarist. Uh, they hail from Brooklyn, New York, but Kareem Bunton, his brother, is in TV on the radio. Jaleel, bass player. You might know them. This is The Jugs. If you haven't heard of them, it's about time you have. And that's why I'm here to play them for you. And they will be coming up any second because I'm a slacker and didn't put the fucking headphone plug in. I hope y'all are listening out there in Brooklyn. I really do. Because I miss y'all and I love you all. And this one is going out to y'all. This is the jug where you can't choose.
Alright, folks, that was the jugs. I hope you liked it. I fucking loved it. Of course, because I love everything. Uh, yeah. We have a. That show was good. Yeah, that's good, right? Uh, yeah. So we got a. We have a, a long distance call live. Are you there? Chef Eric, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. He's there, loud and clear. Good to see. Uh, he's calling live from Milano, Italia. Milan, Italy. That's right. We are international, folks. We got listeners all over the joint. That's what I'm saying. So, Chef, how are you doing today? I'm doing good today. It's about 60 degrees in Italy, and uh, happy to be out of the United States. That's what I'm talking about. I've been trying to get out of the States. I can't even get out of San Francisco, you know what I'm saying? I hear you. So, uh, what's the weather like over there? Uh, about 60, 67 degrees, 65 degrees. It's nice and sunny, and uh, I don't see any police outside my window, so things seem to be okay. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's about the same here. Uh, today was like 72 degrees, actually. It's fucking warm. I'm wearing shorts, buddy. I am wearing shorts. Very nice. Yeah. I'm actually in my underwear right now talking to you. Oh, that is so hot. So what else are you wearing? That's wonderful. This is a threesome. <laughs> Would you like to say nothing? Uh, just the underwear. That's it. I like to keep my balls warm, you know? I'd like to introduce you to a friend of mine. This is my co-host, Hippie Sean. Well, what's happening? Sean, this is what's Chef what's Eric. Up? This is one of my, uh, I can say my bestest. You want to go BFF, buddy? You want to do that? <laughs> we sure. This is my BFF. Uh, this motherfucker I met in a dive bar in Brooklyn. He's from Detroit. I got some Midwestern roots in my family, and we clicked ever since. I've known you for about 15 years now, I think. Right, Chef? Uh, it's been about that long. 14, yeah. I think. We're 2014. I think we met about 2000, so we'll say 14 years. Good yep. times. How many times? How many good times have we had? Uh, about 14 years of good times, buddy. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. 
So uh, we we had you calling for a reason. Soul Sausage is uh, this is something we have yet to really discuss here at Soul Sausage on Air. But Soul Sausage is a food and entertainment company. I myself, the Sausage King of Brooklyn, did grow up as a butcher and a musician. Kind of put those worlds together to come up with this funky ass company. Part of it is entertainment, which is what we're doing for you right now. Part of it is food, and uh, we're talking here with Chef Eric Smith. He is a co-founder of fmonsanto.com which really you know will take the the what do you call it what do you call it? we're gonna take the uh difficulty out of out of the abbreviation and just say it's fuckmonsanto.com because fuck those guys right that's it that's we what i'm talking about so i'm good to say, i'm good to be here in italy in europe where they actually uh, ban most of uh, genetically modified food so uh yeah, that's been all over the news. It's great to hear that. Uh, you know, interesting. You have, you might have seen this because I know you're a Facebook buddy. Oh, by the way, before I forget, uh, not only does he have fmonsanto.com, but he also runs uh, Chefs Against GMOs. And, you know, the whole movement really goes together. But, you know, fuck Monsanto. Fuck GMOs. We're about real food, real fast, making friends, doing it right, living well. Yeah, right? Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm more on the, uh, I'm more on the vigilante side of the food, food system here. Uh, I'm, you know, this Facebook stuff and writing letters to the FDA is just not cutting it. I mean, we have to really get out there and make a stand and say something about what's in our food and get this shit labeled. This is truly important to our survival of the future. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, why don't you tell us how you got a little start? Well, tell us, first of all, you know, what you did before you wound up becoming such a vigilante uh, uh, activist. Well, uh... Like, what'd you do? I mean, where'd you work before? Uh, what'd you do? Well, when, when I was uh, young, about 15 years old, I uh, entered the uh, juvenile correctional facility. <laughs> Where they serve the finest five-star meals. Which was in uh, Detroit, Michigan. Um... And uh, I found myself at 15, 14, 15, working in the uh, kitchen cafeteria at the juvenile facility. Um, and, you know, I was a young kid in a lot of trouble. Um, and through, the, through uh, working at the kitchen and the cafeteria at the juvenile detention center, I don't know, something just clicked, man. Me and food. I just, I just loved food. Um, eventually, I got released. Uh, I did try to escape, and I got caught. So I had to do a, a few more months, but I did eventually <laughs> get. Um, and so when I got released, I started working at a restaurant as a dishwasher. Uh, I noticed that all the cooks were having having wonderful sex with the waitresses and eating the best food, and I was left with the scraps and working hard and clean, working late. So I said, you know what? I want to be a chef. So I worked my way up to becoming a chef. Worked at several uh, high-end restaurants. Went to culinary school in Michigan, Schoolcraft College, one of the best in the country. Um, Did you say Michigan. was was that? Oh no, you didn't go to CIA. No, no, no. I went to uh, Schoolcraft College and. Uh, but in you're Michigan. in the CIA. Is that how it works? Yes. Yes. Okay. And uh, so you know, I worked my way up the ladder from dishwasher to prep cook to cook to. Um, Wait, so let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. So at first you were a Mexican. 
Yes. And then you were German. Yes. That's fucking amazing. I'm that a- is a progression that is unheard of in this world. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I worked my way up from. Uh, it is pretty amazing. I worked my way up from gutter, uh, juvenile detention, Started from Detroit the to Milano, Italy. Hey, here Started I am. From the bottom. And if now, I can, do it, I can do it. You can do it. That's true. Anyone can do it. Uh, so, uh, so moving forward, um, from what I've learned about you in my years of being uh, your BFF. Uh, is that you used to have a high-end, fancy executive chef job at a fancy hotel we won't name, which I also yeah. still have a gym membership to. Thank you very much, Chef. That's actually one of the best presents I've ever received in life. Um, so uh, that being said, you got canned from that job for throwing a pan at someone. Is that true? Uh, (laughs) Okay, I did call you out on that. But hey, what I really meant to say is when you got canned from that job, you did something monumental. Uh, yeah. Um, You went down to a certain area in New York City where there was a group of people protesting and fighting for their rights. And what did you do? What, What did you, what happened when you went down to this place? Well, all right. So... Uh, well, I got really drunk and <laughs> drank a fifth of whiskey. Uh, basically, was on the, uh, you know, I bought Clinton, got fired. Let's say we got fired. All right, I threw a pan. No big deal. Nobody was killed. Uh, so <laughs> I, I, threw a, I threw a pan. I got fired. And, uh, you know, I got drunk. And I said, you know, this is getting ridiculous. I need to do something. I need to do something in my something important, something to make a stand. Something World changing. Up. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I went down to Occupy Wall Street, drunk. Uh, kind of started a little commotion in the night. Passed out, drunk as a skunk. Woke up. Uh, I saw they had a kitchen in the morning when I woke up. A little, just a little tiny kitchen. I said, ah, maybe I'll go over there and wash dishes and just to help out, you know? Since I caused such a big scene the night before, I figured, fuck, I'd better try to redeem myself and do something nice here. So down at Occupy Wall Street, right there in uh, Zuccotti Park, we started a, we started a little kitchen there in the park. Um, and then from there, uh, about three days later, I was asked by one of the founders of the Occupy Wall Street movement to uh, spearhead a um, an, uh, kitchen that we had uh, received from um, a, uh, a homeless shelter and was offering their kitchen use later. And so I started cooking there, getting volunteers from the Occupy Wall Street movement. Um, and it became very successful. I mean, it, it was so successful. We had bankers coming down from from Chase Bank, waiting in line. Street protests are drawing from all walks of life. People whose lives Keep have been. Keep talking, Chef. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. Yeah, yeah, difficulty. yeah. No, we had bankers. I'm talking. I'm talking one percenters coming down to Occupy Wall Street, eating out of. Of a kitchen that was as clean as we possibly could, but it was outdoors in a park, so it wasn't it wasn't your it wasn't your uh, one percenter type place to eat. But there were one percenters waiting in line two hours to eat eat Occupy Wall Street's food. Um, the food was great. It was all it was all locally grown from local farmers. 
we only used local farmers stuff it was all donated um also other people would cook stuff and donate stuff but this was all donated food and this was all fresh food this was all no GMOs. this was all local and we were feeding thousands of people down in Ducati Park every day. Um, and it became, a, it became one of the best restaurants in New York City, actually. I, uh, it was on the front page of the Post. I remember and, all this. You know, you talk about this media, you talk about the Post, and I just want to uh, I want to do something for the audience here live on the air. I actually have a great clip from when you were on the news, and we're going to play it. This is the top shelf Helps the cook somewhere here. Uh, helps cook up support for OWS and his anti-fat cat anger simmers. This is the chef, Eric Smith. All walks of life. People whose lives have been appended by a recession, they blame on financial fat cats. Artis Anastasia Churkina met one of them. From riches to rags, an American fairy tale gone sour. Eric Smith walks by a luxurious Manhattan hotel. A chef here for six years, he whipped up posh meals for the rich and famous. We did banquets for 5,000. Um, we, we did parties for the past three presidents there. We did some really high-end stuff. The recession changed everything. Today, Eric is jobless and broke after being laid off. Right now, I'm collecting unemployment, which is um, about to run out in about three months. His ingredients have changed too. We worked with a lot of high-end meats, Fargois, um, Chateaubriand. Now it's lettuce and tomatoes for a simple vegetable broth in a Brooklyn soup kitchen where he volunteers as one of the cooks for Occupy Wall Street. This is our uh, produce walk-in. The 38-year-old Detroit native dreams of starting his own business, a taco truck, but doesn't have the money. You know, it's been a struggle. Um, and, and, and it, yeah, it has made me think about how other people are struggling even more than myself. The realization that one in six Americans are living in poverty... How are you doing? Uh, pasta marinara? ...has led Eric to the Occupy Wall Street protests calling for change. I've seen it just go from bad to worse to even worse. And, and, and it's really happening all over the country. The food he and other volunteers cook at the soup kitchen... Cheers, everybody, to the revolution. Gets delivered to the protesters who spend day and night camping out. Hey, how are you? Eric also sleeps here. At the end of the night, when there's a less people here, I'll go to the comfort zone and find myself a sleeping bag. I'm right on the ground, usually. Even though the chef is penniless in this revolution, he says he's been waiting for it his entire life. Cooking for rich fat cats in Manhattan and trying to get their food out as fast as possible and to make sure it's all perfect from that for them. The poor and the and the rich being so separated and, and I always felt that it was wrong and this way this is something I feel like I can make a difference and make a change and even though life is tough hey buddy you look before, great on TV you really do not choose to be anywhere else but here from relatively off to flat out so that was chef Eric Smith talking out live actually we're going back to what, what was that 2000 2011 already you believe that shit Time flies yeah. when you're having fun, huh, buddy? Yeah, it's a long time. And uh, this revolution's still going, uh, even though it was 2011 and it sounds, seems like the Occupy Wall Street is, movement is over. It's actually just uh, branched out, and uh, we're still going, man. We're ready to take it on. Hell yeah. Uh, you know, I saw something on Facebook. I was going to say this before. I think I forgot to, but uh, someone posted something that was like... Um, 
uh, they went by a farm, and it, and it had a, it was all fenced in, and it had signs that were like property of Monsanto, wow. incorporated, stay stay off our property, like yeah, and they were like so disappointed, like their Facebook post was like so disappointed to walk by a farm and see this, you know, it's fucking, wow. it's ridiculous what's happening with that. It really is. It's disgusting, actually. It's not even ridiculous. It's disgusting, you know. Yes. Uh, Chef, fucking great to have you on the air. I miss you, buddy. I, wish I, I miss could, you, too. I wish I could be in Italy with you. I do want to keep you on the line, if you don't mind, because you know what? We usually have a listener call in uh, for our our, our, sh- our contest. Are you ready to play a contest? Uh, sure, let's do the contest. The contest is called Notes from a Two-Girl Sex Show DJ. Oh, that's great. I'm good at this one. Yeah, that's we're going to read you some notes, and you're going to tell me what were the No, no, tips. no. I'm really good at this. I'm, I'm good at this. Right? I know. Let's you're go. a professional I, at the I, club, buddy. I know. <laughs> you, do, you do the dance and all. Hey, uh, you know, is your where's your, where's your lady friend at? Miss Kiara uh, Love over there. Here. Yeah, she's here, and I, I also wanted to uh, plug a few things uh, before I did, did leave. Um, yeah, my, uh, I, I met a nice Italian girlfriend down in the Occupy Wall Street movement. and uh, Yes, I remember when she, you guys kindled. This is a beautiful thing. Miss Chiara, are you there? Can you say hello? Uh, she's not here right now. She's not here but, right uh, now? Okay. Uh, no. Just to let you know, uh, uh, God, how do I say her last name again? You tell me. Chiara Cavalusi? Cavalasi. Cavalazzi. So Chiara Cavalazzi is actually a uh, documentary filmmaker uh, working on some Occupy Wall Street stuff with the chef, and it's 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 actually it's fucking amazing. Uh, she really uh, does a great job at letting people know what the truth is and what the lies are and uh, what the what the what the what the good food is basically. Uh, what do you got for us, chef? You got so what are you plugging these days? What do you? What do you want uh, us well, to check well, out? Well, our, our uh, three-part documentary will, should be released very soon. Uh, we're looking at probably in the next month or two. Um, and it's going to be basically online and open for everybody. Uh, mostly free, but we're also taking donations. And we've started a Facebook page, which is called Revolution in Reverse. Um, and this documentary will be tackling the, the issues of control, the issues of uh, new, new debt, and then also um, new systems in which we can live and share each other and the world without causing so much pain. That's a beautiful thing. That's called sustain no pain. Sustain no pain. Yeah. Fuck and that, GMOs. Uh, and that Facebook page right is Revolution in Reverse. And you can also find some videos on videoj.org. Good to know. Uh, you heard it here first. That's Chef Eric Smith letting you know where to find out all your anti-GMO and F1 Santo uh, information. We got F1Santo.com. We got ChefsAgainstGMOs.com. And in a few minutes after this musical break, Chef Eric Smith will be here live from Milan, Italy to play the infamous notes from a two-girl sex show DJ. We're going to kick it live with... What do we got, Hippie Sean? What do we got coming up? Uh, Telepop music. Let's do it. Yeah. Bring it. All right, here we go. 
All right, we are back. We are live with the chef. Bonjour. Are you ready to play? Hell yeah, I'm ready to play. You're ready to play, right? Oh, I'm fucking ready. Oops, can I say that? You can. We actually are FCC <laughs> non-regulated. You can say whatever the fuck you want, buddy. Fuck Monsanto. 
Okay. I heard music. That was a little music. Oh, not yet. We're going to queue it up now. We're going to get you ready. Not yet. Just wait. 253. <laughs> close. Very close. I love your excitement. I do. Not everyone has been so excited to play such a thrilling oh, I game. That's what I said last night at the city bar. <laughs> oh. oh, well, you know exactly what the game is about. These ladies <laughs> would like to hear it. Oh. Oh, okay. All right, so it looks like you're ready to play. We've kept I'm you ready. on the line. You're amazing, calling long distance from Milan, Italy. Milan, Italy. And now, are you ready? I am ready. <laughs> Time was 3.58 p.m. In the audience, there was three to seven guys. It was a very fun, attentive, and playful group. They were great tippers. The performance was excellent. It was a very kinky show. They accommodated all patrons in the party. And great partners, as always, were the two girls. Chef, you tell me. What were the tips mm, let's see it was a good night people were having fun they were tipping well there was a lot of cocaine uh i'd say 302 dollars i'm sorry I will tell you that a lot of people don't take note of all the clues. And the first minute, and most minute, important minute, minute, minute. clue. I, I wasn't sure. Does that just the tip for the girls or did that include the cocaine and the beer too? No, just the girls. Just the girls. Ah, Everything well, else geez. is extra. But I what you really it. should take note of is the time. Because I feel the most important clue in the whole game is the time. But everyone overlooks the time. But we're going to give you a second chance. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> I was just going to read the one where there was no time. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm not going to read that one because the time is so important. The time was... 5.30 p.m. Wow. On a That's Monday. That's an early one. On a Monday. Wow. Jobless. In the audience were 8 to 12 people. They came and went. They were super fun and very involved. The lights made it rain out there. Great tippers. The performance was the best of the day. They spread love all around that stage. It was literally an ass-spanking good time. Chef, this is normally a two-song set sex girl show. This show was so exciting, it went to three songs. Tell me, what were the tips? All right. So I think I got it now. Um, let's see. If it was 5.30 p.m., it must have been a really shitty 
strip club. So, I'm going to say the girls probably weren't that good even looking either. I mean, 5.30, I don't know. That's not quite the time. So, I'm going to say <laughs> 60 bucks. I really love the logic between, like, people's... Like, guesstimates, really, they have so much logic behind the thought process. It's really amazing. Uh, I'm sorry, Chef, once again. Fuck. You are a loser. Yeah, yeah, wah, yeah. Wah. They made $172, that show. It was fucking an ass-banging good time. Literally. Chef. You are fucking awesome. Unfortunately, you lost, but you are still a winner in my eyes. All right. <laughs> I love you, brother. You give a kiss to Kiara for me. You put up that good fight, and you come visit in San Francisco when you get a chance. Occupy everything. Occupy everywhere. Give me a What's shout. On, give me a shout tomorrow, brother. I love you. Love you too, brother. I'll see you. Arrivederci. All right, folks, that was the chef. Occupy Wall Street. One of my dearest friends. Known him forever. Unfortunately, he was a big loser tonight. Wah, wah. On that note, we're going to keep the vibe positive and kick some music. <laughs> there it goes. There's the fucking music. There's the internet. Gosh, She's kicking it. back in a little slow. Shit. All right. God, do you love your job? <laughs> Don't you love your fucking job? That's fucking awesome. It's a great yeah. fucking job. It, fucking, it, it pulled up as soon as he hung up. That's how it works, right? Son of a bitch. Let me get some music, Sean. All right. A little bit more telepop music. A little bit of smile. Something.
Let me tell you about the snakes, the fakes, the lies, the highs, and all of these industry shingdings. Will you see the pretty girls in the high animated world? Take a for a rapper with all the dough. If you take a shit, they want to know. And if you're gonna fall, they won't be around, y'all. So you still wanna do the show business? And you think that you got what it takes? I mean, you really gotta rap and be all that. And prepare yourself for the breaks. Check it out. Gotta stick their nose. Yo, I gotta speak on the cesspool. It's the rap industry and it ain't that cool. Only if you're on stage, but if you're speaking to your people, ain't no one you're equal, especially on the industry side. Don't let the games just glide right through your fingers. You gotta know the deal. So Lord Jamal speak because we're giving you the business and putting on a show. You're a million dollar man that ain't got no dough, but you gotta hope. Tickets backstage to a show. Sedated, and at that fact, they laid it. Time passing, your ass say, where's my loot? The reply is a kick in the ass from a leg in a boot. All you want to do is taste the fruit, but in the back to make a fruit juice. You ask for slack and want to get cut loose from the label, not able, because you sign at the table for a pretty cash advance. Now they got a song and dance that you didn't recoup. More soup with your meal, because this is the real when you get a record deal. And I say, oh, shucks. Look what the cat hauled in. It's five dogs from a drop called Quest. Let me begin like just me. I got so much trouble on my mind about these no-talent artists getting signed. They can't rhyme. And if that ain't bad, you got bootleggers going out like suckers. Motherfuckers, feel it's time that I let loose the lion. And if not that, then I'll commence the head flying. Seems in 91, everybody want a rhyme. And then you go and sell my thing for only $5.99. Please, nigga, I've worked too hard for this. No more will I take the booty end of the stick. Bogus brothers making albums when they know they can't hack it. Cause they lyrics display like eight ball jackets. Now tell me I can't tear it up. Go get yourself some toilet paper cause your lyrics is butt. Do you want to be in the business? The business. can't walk straight line. In uh, the some business. Some of these brothers can't rhyme. In the hey, yo, I'm trying to get mine. The, the party scene is cool, but then again, it's all the same. You see the same faces, but at different places. When you're up and riding high, everything is pouncy pouncy. Get a million pounds and all the skins give you hugs. Well, that's cool, I can dig it. It really ain't my bad to throw the max on the side. I let my pants sag. Oh, he's a cutie. Yeah, real cute, but I wasn't that cute when I didn't have no loot. Although I hit a pound of herbs, I'm still nice with the verb. So fuck what you heard. The born cypher cypher master makes me think much faster. But critics still continue to plaster my name and discredit my fame. All that shit is game. And I don't really give a damn. Eat from the tree of life and throw away the verbal ham. Well, excuse me. I gotta add my two cents in. Don't be alarmed. The rhyme was condensed in a matter of minutes, so it must be told. All that glitter's not gold. Everybody wants a deal. Help me make a demo. See my name in bright lights. Ride around in a limo. My mom's keeps beefing. Boy, get a job. But I wanna make jams. Damn, I know I'll slam. Huh. Well, it's not that easy. You gotta get a label that's willing and able to market and promote. And you better hope. For what? That the product is dope. Take it for diamond. It's like mountain climbing. When it comes to rhyming, you gotta put your time in. Get a good lawyer so problems won't pile. You don't wanna make a pitch that's wild. Hi, Solomar. Little track, our quest. 
Well, tribe called Quest show business. That's what we're doing, right? Little show yeah, right. business. Yeah. So, uh, what do you got planned for this coming week? Anything good? Uh, let's see. Anything for this week? What is? This is the end of the month. Yes, I have something planned Friday. Uh, tomorrow actually. I don't know. Just. Normal stuff, I guess. Just normal, regular stuff. Just, I don't have anything huge planned. Nothing special. Nah, like, uh, when was it? Yesterday or day for yesterday? Was well, Sunday? Sunday? Sunday was yesterday, right? Sunday, Sunday, yeah. Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, that was yesterday. Uh, they had a Philip C. Morris Hoffman or whatever. Yeah, C. Morris Hoffman. Sorry, I don't mean to be an asshole about it. Uh, but yeah, that's all right. He's dead. Yeah, he's oh, dead. too soon. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> too soon. Uh, yeah, so they showed all his movies or whatever for free at this movie theater, and we we checked out some of them. The Big Lebowski. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I heard about that. They had a whole marathon, right? Yeah, yeah. They had like right. ten movies in a row. Yep. Uh, we we caught uh, the Big Lebowski and uh, Boogie Nights, which both movies <laughs> were fucking fantastic. Boogie John Nights. John C. Holmes. Hell yeah, that shit rocked, man. Hell yeah, that shit rocked. I never seen it. that was the first time I saw that. So did it rock a full twelve inches? Uh I don't know about that. But mm. uh it rocked. Yeah, so I asked him like, okay, so at the end when he pulled his dick out, how many of you guys stared? And then <laughs> <he goes. laughs> All of them. Exactly. Yeah. It's pretty big. That's what she said. Pretty big, it's pretty big. You know what's pretty big too? It's two thousand fourteen and change. Change is big in people's lives. I believe. Have you had any big changes? Me? Recently? Yeah. What the fuck? I know, right? Yes. Motherfucker. <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> Shit. Hell yeah. Fucking change like a motherfucker. Every fucking day, damn near. That's what I'm saying. We're going to keep some music rolling right along right now. This is my good old favorite Sam Cook. Change is going to come. Thank you. 
This next song goes out to a very special young lady by the name of India Jones, uh, straight out of Atlanta, Georgia. She, uh, her birthday was yesterday, and uh, this is her favorite song right now, as she says. So, here it goes.
Hit your ass on the celly, cause I ain't got time to be arguing with your ass if you ain't really ready. Girl, why you never ready? For as long as you took, you better look like Halle Berry. Oh, Beyonce, shit, then we get married. I bought sand to the beach, cause my beach is better. You can keep the beach, cause that beach, whatever. Started out at the Darby, ended up at one oak. Left the house with a hundred grand, ended up being broke. Don't get mad at me, I'm buying fuck it after fuck it. When it's gone, I'm like, fuck it, I replace it with another one. Uh, can't take this money, but you furnish it up like I'm rich and leave this action is the up and on. I'm a tourist, nigga. Money talk, I speak fluent, nigga. Reeboks on, I just do it, nigga. Look at me, I'm pure, nigga. I bet the hoes on my door, nigga. I don't bop, I do the money dance. My bitch will cause a hundred grand. Red birch, you see me slide. Sex bitch, I hope she got it. Sex bitch, I know she got it. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Sex bitch, I hope she got it. Come fuck with me, you know I got it. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Sex bitch, I hope she got it. Come fuck with me, you know I got it. I got it. Hope landed in Rome, nigga. Oh, hell sees us home, niggas. Chin Don, Child Bella. Come money dance with the good fellas. Hope keep getting that the narrow got it. Even if a nigga got a rabbit, get it. Blackjack in the cup, see, no, a nigga got a limited credit, uh, a nigga got a lot of vendettas, uh, but we the black mall, we gon' set it, uh, peeled off in a Lamborghini cone tie, 200 in the dash, you gonna rev it, skirt, lucky Luchinanos, what they call me, Paisano, a hundred keys at the Pigano, place across the bad Rizzano, El Pino, in the villa in Venice, in Vino, not bad for Muliano, y'all know, like we know, I got it, Fuck me, you know I got it. Fuck me, you know I got it. Bad bitch, I hope she got it. Fuck 
coming down that beach. Geach a nigga with satin sheets. Uh, 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 uh. Bad bitch, she a masterpiece. <laughs> Got a bad bitch, she a masterpiece. Well, that's what I'm talking about. A little Jay-Z in the house. I just landed up in Europe. Shopping bags on my tourists. That's what Jay-Z said. Where was it? Paris? Yeah, Milan? I think so. Paris, home of fashion. I think it's like Fashion Week back east. How you do you feel week? about fashion? Me? Yeah. <coughs> I used to give a lot of shit about it, but now I don't give no fucks about it. You so. don't give no fucks? Who gives a fuck? Nah, man? I don't give a fuck no more. It's just because my lifestyle's different You can now. see my fashion. I got holes in my jeans, holes in my sweater, holes in my heart. <laughs> it's, it's painful. Yeah, I got holes in my heart, too. <laughs> Daddy, would you like some sausage? <laughs> Life sausage death. Life sausage death. Ha! <laughs> I got some more shit for you. We are late night here. Soul sausage on air. If you like what you're hearing, you heard this before. You got some questions for me. You got some questions you for Sean. All the things you always wanted to <laughs> yeah. be beautiful, sexy, easiest one, two, three. Just love yourself. Anyone who knows music knows that that is a ridiculous transition between real voice. And like that is like some ridiculous shit right there. Woo! It's a soul glow, baby. That is the soul glow. Yeah, right there. We Let's are go. glowing over here. This is Sean. Frosty Nugs are glowing here in the studio. It's been a fantastic Monday. I don't know how y'all feel about Mondays, but mine was fucking awesome. Mine was goddamn awesome, too. Goddamn if it. you'd like to tell us how awesome your Monday was, give us a call. 415-550-0511. It's late. We do have neighbors. We have to be quiet. But if you want to come tiptoe down to the studio, we're at 2781 21st Street. That's on the corner of 21st in Florida, deep in the heart of the mission, San Francisco, California. We are pumping some soul glow. That's that's lovely. That was lovely. I think about soul glow. I think it's a beautiful thing. I go. think... Uh, it feels right in my hair. There you go. You do have a, a, a fro going on there. I do have a little fro. It's time for a fucking uh, little haircut. Daddy, would you like some sausages? <laughs> Daddy, would you like some sausage? Some sausage on there. Late night on the West Coast. Early morning drive on your East Coast. Give us a call, please. Let us know what you think. Uh... Let me know what you think of like our underground music, like the Jugs, which is very close to basically smashing through the ceiling, really. They're not really underground. They're fucking awesome. And you should know about them. The Jugs. Look them up. Brooklyn, New York. Real deal shit. Psychedelic blues rock. Uh, other than that, I guess we've been a little bit mainstream tonight. Let's 
I'm sorry. We got Pam Benjamin's favorite background music, which she has totally turned me on to. This is Floating Goat. Is that, that we talk to? over yeah. to? Yeah, Floating, Floating Goat. Goat. A little punk, punk metal. Yeah, I'm right. Uh, daddy, would you like no some sausage? No more daddy sausages. No more soul sausages. Just soul sausages, baby. No daddy sausages. Daddy, would you like some soul sausages? No. You got anything you want to play? I know I, I'm, I'm actually going to let you all know that I'm going to keep it going because fucking A, I got no alarm clock. Not a lot of music, man. Sean is going to have to take off in a couple short minutes. You got something you want to play before you leave? You got any, uh, I don't know, anything you haven't heard in a while? I got some shit. I got some shit. Don't worry. Everybody's going to be cool. All right. Just got to get this one up. Don't worry. We're gonna let Sean Lamar. Otherwise, I was. I wrote the wrong fucking shit. That's why. Kick up the next tune for y'all. I am a pothead, so that is the reason why I fucked up. So, but you go. You know why? You know what? Because I got high. You know why everything fucking happens? Because I got high. Hell yeah. I 
Right. That was good stuff. That was a little uh, XV uh, uh, and uh, Yuna, actually. That's her song, Someone Out of Town. That's actually dedicated to the same person's birthday was yesterday. Because uh, that's kind of, I guess, our song, I guess. Yeah, I'll say that. Whatever. That's your song? That's our song. That's our song. Yeah, our. Big, actually. What does that mean? You're moving in? Uh, no, I will never move <laughs> back to Atlanta. I will say that right now. So Atlanta. If, if she's listening, nope. I've been there a few times. I like that. I don't town. like Atlanta. I like that town. Fuck Atlanta. I've had a shit ton of fun. San Francisco, baby. I love the fucking West Coast. I'm. I, I ain't going nowhere. West Coast, best. I might move back to New Orleans one day. One day. New Orleans is another great town. That is one city I actually did consider living I, in. Uh, I love New Orleans. It's great. Call me a drunk, but it was like I gotta go somewhere where Fuck. at least as open as the latest. New York. Fuck Atlanta. New Orleans was like the only one. Oh my God, New Orleans, motherfucker. That's like the only city that can really compete when it comes to like bars at Atlanta night. Atlanta shuts like, down, man. Like shit. ten o'clock, man. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Where? Atlanta? Atlanta. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock, man. No, two. It's hard to find anything to do ten. That is true, though. If I wasn't at concerts or partying in hotels, man. Atlanta was Straight like up. it's dead. Y'all yeah, want to be downtown like, anyway? You know what everyone That's does? That's sketchy. If everyone does in Atlanta. They the just mission, drive around. The mission is not sketchy. 
Atlanta nah. downtown is fucking sketchy at yeah. fucking night. You nah. don't fucking want to be the light. If Everyone you, just cruise Peachtree. That's the thing. Like on Friday night, I go to that's the what bar. They do in the south. On Friday that's night in Atlanta, do. they just get in their car and like drive down the boulevard that's and cause major traffic. So we do in the south, just, just so they can baby. show off their car and shit. That, uh, yeah, that blew my mind a few times. Yep. I'm like, I got somewhere to be. You making me late for my concert, motherfucker. <laughs> you ain't allowed people see my car yet. Yeah, dude, I have to say though, it was like a car show. Like you see, like oh, sweet is. rims and fucking hydraulics and, they all, and all that shit. And man. they all live in the hood and have baby mamas. 